All right. Hey, everybody. Tay Nix here. Back again. Welcome back to the Expat Files. This is the uh, wrap up for Friday, June 16th. Good God, it is hot in Puerto Rico. You, um, you can't see my pool, which is off this direction, but it actually feels gross to swim in it. It's that hot. In any case, uh, there are no uneventful weeks left. I would say you cannot expect to have an uneventful week. And this one was certainly fit that description. Um, I came across an article. I could screen share it with you here, but I'll, I'll drop it in the show notes. I came across an article by an Alistair Crook, Alistair Crook, called A Chaotic Resorting of Europe, or A Chaotic Resorting. Europe's seminal shift is broadly moving in the same direction as U.S. politics. That's a mouthful, but what he's saying is uh, something that I predicted. I can't remember if I wrote this in print or if this was um, another weekly wrap-up. Uh, one of the very early ones that I did, commenting that obviously the U.S. blew up Europe's prosperity when they destroyed Nord Stream. And it's safe to assume that it was the U.S. that did it. And so how is Germany going to react to that? How, how are the Europeans who have been so stabbed in the back by their North American overlords um, going to continue to back a U.S. agenda, right? Trying to continue to essentially defeat Russia and uh, break up the Russian, right, all, all the various parts of Russia that are so resource rich um, that the, the, the only thing that possibly makes sense um, from a geopolitical point of view is that their idea is that they're gonna topple Putin, carve up Russia and then steal resources or get them on the cheap. And, uh, and that that's how the West will continue to, to dominate the planet. So, um, it goes without saying that this is going to be a disaster and a real shit show to witness. But uh, the article gets into exactly what I predicted, which is there's now a groundswell of actually real resistance and people who are, quite frankly, fed up. And, uh, you know, whether the regime in Germany, this uh, Schultz, Olaf Schultz, is going to continue to be in charge or not remains to be seen. Um, it doesn't seem like he's going to hold that kind of agenda together. Germany's in a recession, uh, immigration, right? The, the, the same basic dynamic where essentially Germans of actual German stock will be in a minority, right? If the immigration continues un, unchecked and the idea that, that they're cutting down forests and like burning coal, right? Because of their because of idiotic policies by idiotic politicians. So it, 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 it's as big a disaster as it appears to be. And not not actually visiting Germany. I can't say anything from from uh, having talked to Germans in Germany, but it is interesting that you're starting to see this. I mean, this uh, article talks about um, exactly what is taking place or what the author sees taking place, um, that there's a growing understanding that the EU is really doomed. There's no possible way that this is a, a model for the future. And yet the people in positions of authority, political leadership, um, are, are going to double down, right? Exactly as, as we called it here, exactly as any thinking person could have figured out why exactly would, would anybody go along with this? It's such a, it's such a far-fetched fantasy uh, world that, that these uh, politicals are, are living in, that they're going to get their populations to buy into all of this. Uh, he talks about the, the, the blowback in Spain, 
the Netherlands, right? France is sort of hanging on by a thread because nobody, nobody is on board with the, the program that the elites uh, want to shove down our throats. And so I, I, I don't think that that's a far-fetched thing to understand. Um, you know, you're supposed to, you're supposed to have impassioned debates about what is a woman while all of these things are taking place and unchecked immigration and these ridiculous and very costly policies are obviously impacting people's actual lives, like their actual prosperity, their actual ability to continue to, to live. And uh, of course, it's the middle and lower classes, financially speaking, that are, that are being squeezed the hardest by all of this. And so why would the elites care about that, right? They don't. The, 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 the idea that people with no political clout are going to somehow rate high on the list of uh, folks to watch out for when, when it comes time to make political policy decisions is, of course, completely naive. And so um, that happened. And of course, the other big news that's still big news is uh, a former president is now facing federal criminal charges. I've heard various arguments, a guy named Andrew Napolitano, judge in New York, fairly well-spoken, uh, breaks down the indictment and talks about why it's actually very serious. And they sort of got him by the balls on this because, right, he actually did withhold documents that are considered national defense and, you know, that this is a tremendous crime. But of course, Trump supporters are going to see it very differently, which is, and there's a lot of them. And uh, I think quite rightly, right, the persecution of their hero and, and champion and their candidate is, is very dangerous. And it's not obvious that the existing administration, that the existing regime, if you will, um, who will never, ever, ever, they cannot possibly let Trump back in office. And so they have to have a way to, to disqualify him from running. And the way that they'll do that, I assume, is, is to, to, uh, to get him on a felony charge. If he's found guilty, he won't be able to run, and that will settle that. Um, but the danger here, of course, is that they'll push Trump supporters to do really very bad, dangerous things. And, uh, and so that's what we're all going to find out. And it's coming soon. Um, the trial, I guess, is set to start next April. Uh, so it will run right through the, the election of next year, or he will be disqualified if he's found guilty of a felony. And, uh, and then, you know, who knows what the repercussions of all that may be. Obviously, millions and tens of millions of people are going to be very pissed. But, um, but just like the existing administration is determined to shove Russia into a corner and make Putin do what they want him to do and all the rest. And like that the world has splintered and fractured and the, the dollar is being dumped and you're seeing uh, less and less uh, cooperation uh, and, and the, the world is dividing up in, into essentially a multipolar uh, different spheres of influence that all of that was baked into, right? Their decision-making process or that they just don't understand what they're doing, right? Take your pick. But either way, um, it seems like the, the lack of forethought is, is palpable. And the decision to now push Trump also and Trump supporters into a corner, um, it's not like other presidents, right? Like what? No other president broke the law. Um, and so, you know, his, it's not like his supporters don't have a point. And that is, uh, you know, who, who disregarded um, laws and traditions and the Constitution, right, more than then Bush, then Cheney, then Obama, right, who had a kill list of people, right, that he approved by himself to say, well, these people get to die today. And, you know, these these guys are on a drone hit list today. And so uh, none of this is uh, obviously um, we're in for a real shit show. And so uh, to anybody supporting Trump, go easy.
go easy. Don't do anything too crazy because, um, because we're all really living on a nice edge right now with respect to, to civil uh, strife or the potential for civil strife. And maybe that is the, the goal. Maybe the goal is to actually push people across the edge, uh, over the edge so that there is some kind of reaction and then justify. You see, we told you that you know white supremacists and white Christian nationalists are the biggest danger to the country. And it will give the existing administration all the excuse that it needs to, to go persecute and round people up and put them on lists and incarcerate them, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe that's the goal. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's very hard to understand what is going on and why, but that's uh, enough of a wrap up. I think um, if you're not watching and you haven't checked out Tucker Carlson on, on uh, Twitter, it's very funny. You know, he had three and a half million nightly viewers at Fox he does a video now, none of the bullshit that you have to deal with at a, at a major uh, uh, broadcasting station, um, all the other people that, that right in the commercials and everything else. The guy does a 10 minute video and it gets, you know, 70 to 100 million views every time he opens his mouth. And so that's tremendous. Um, make of it what you will. But, you know, so long as there is free speech, so long as there is some platform where people can still debate ideas, obviously, there's still hope um, that that. There's some way that we can get through it, right? That people will continue to think things through and, and think them through well enough, right? To come to better conclusions than, than the very bad conclusions that we may be headed for. And so um, our goal here at Expat Files and my work and my wish for all of you is that you have enough skills and knowledge and tools at your disposal to create your own plan B and to put yourself and your family in a in a good position, in a, in, a, in a safe, secure location, and that you can deny the government your wealth, they're going to find all kinds of creative ways to tax wealthy people and, and not elite wealthy billionaires, right? Those people know how to get around any such regulations or taxation. They're the ones sponsoring the legislation that will help then further impoverish the, uh, the middle and especially lower classes. I mean, the lower classes, financially speaking, are, are already too poor to matter. But it's the middle class that will be paying for most of, of what is taking place. And you know, if you have a net worth of anywhere from half a million to $20 million and up, um, and you don't have a plan B in place, and you haven't thought through how you're going to weather the storm, and your money is all inside the system and all inside U.S. borders and institutions with easy access, right, that the government wants to shut you down and tax you, confiscate your money, do whatever they want to do. Um, then you're playing with fire. You're, you're, in, you're actually in very serious danger. And so we've put together what we believe is the fastest way for you to put distance between yourself and your very desperate, very bankrupt, and very dangerous, increasingly aggressive home government, whether that's the US or Canada. It's my all upside 30-day bulletproof plan B. And most of what you need to do can be done in a couple of weeks if you're interested in foreign real estate, we have a lot of, of contacts for different areas of especially the developing world. My focus is the Americas and uh, the deals that can be gotten in parts of Central and South America right now. And these really beautiful, fast growing parts of the world are just insane. I've, I've said before and I've said elsewhere, you know, I'm up 80x on a property that I own in, in uh, Central America, 80x from what I paid. Um, and I'm up another 30 to 40% on a property in Mexico that's not even finished yet. So that's how fast these places are growing. And uh, the lifestyle that you can lead, 
Um, even if you have middling wealth and net worth and you're from North America, if you end up in, in Mexico or Panama, some of the really, really great spots, um, Brazil, Argentina, believe it or not, right, still has a very, very nice uh, lifestyle. And it's very cheap right now. Boy, oh boy, is it cheap. Um, Uruguay, right? Even Paraguay actually has very interesting things to offer. Um, you know, Colombia, right? Cartagena is very beautiful. Um, all of these have something to offer. And if ever there was a, a good excuse for you to become an expat, or at least to set yourself up with an escape route so that you and your family can get on a plane, go keep your life going, your wealth is protected, you know you're going to be safe. Um, if things really tip over and go over the edge in North America, it's not going to be a very pleasant place to be. And it's going to be too late at that point. There will be capital controls. There will be people controls, right? Things really get out of hand. You can be sure those are coming and they're probably coming anyway, right? Even if things don't get crazy uh, because the, the debt and the, and the bad management of, of national finance, um, especially in the US, right? Is mathematically unsolvable right now. There will be a reset. There will be all kinds of confiscations and taxing and creative ways to get money from people because there is no other way to solve what is coming. And so um, we're all going to find out together how that's going to play out. But if you haven't put in the effort and made the small effort to just get started and put yourself in a position where you can survive and thrive in the rest of the 2020s, no matter what happens, um, then that's what we're here for. Reach out to us, contact us here. I'd be happy to talk to you personally and tell you how uh, you can best accomplish your goals. We'll figure out the best plan for you. And then you'll benefit from my 25 odd years experience uh, living internationally and sort of internationalizing my own life. Um, you can do this much faster than you think. And it's much cheaper than, than obviously staying put like a potted plant and just getting sheared. So uh, that's enough out of me. Thanks very much for watching and head on over to Sovereign Expat Files for more articles and other good content. I'll be back in uh, with uh, much more in other videos. Thanks very much.